Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Amanda VK, welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. Thanks for having me, Scott. I really, this is going to be a great chat because like, you're into branding, right? And I think you, you've got a, um, your headline on your LinkedIn profile says, grow your brand and your business will grow. Yes. And I want to have a great old chat about that today because I love, I love marketing, I love branding, I love business, uh, and I love talking to experts in their field. But I'm going to take you right back to when, because I read that you were a scuba diver back in the day. Gosh, yes, I was. <laughs> yeah, one of my deep, dark secrets. Yeah. So um, how did you get into that? Um, so when I was a high school, yep. we did a, um, a discover scuba with my, actually learned to dive with my dad. Cool. Um, it was, I guess one of the cool things was that as a teenage daughter, um, I got to spend a lot of time with my dad, which I yep. probably wouldn't have wanted to do. Yep. Um, nice. But he was paying for me to go scuba diving. Cool. So um, that opened a door for me to... I guess be exposed to a lot of people in their twenties, yep. um, which I think as a person that wasn't a very academic, yep. um, or I was probably pretty lazy with yeah, regards yeah. to the academia, um, I saw that there was more to life than the dramas of high school. Cool. So I spent most of my time on the weekends going on dive trips. Wow. And, um, and whereabouts would you go? Like, was this in New Zealand? Yeah, like, we'd go. So we'd Friday morning, sorry, Friday night, we'd Everyone finished work, I'd finish school and we'd jump in the dive van, get all the gear together and cool. then drive up to Picton, yep. jump on a boat, drive up to the Gem Resort, which is now a very, very plush place to yep. stay. Nice. Um, back then it was a, um, a debaucherous backpackers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the guys drank a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then we'd take people diving and then we'd teach them um, open water in advance. I was wow. a rescue diver, so I got to just tag along. I was kind of their pet, I yep. guess the um, guy wow. that hung around with them all. And what did you, what did, what did, yeah. what did that teach you? Like, you know, because I think, um, you, you know, at a young age, you would have learned a lot about systems, processes, probably from that because it's quite a structured thing to do, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, it, it actually was, but it was actually more about the people. Yep. So um, I learned that teaching people how to dive. So when I was 18, I actually got my instructors. So I yep. was trained up until then as a dive master. Oh, wow. Um but what it taught me is this sort of goofy, awkward teenager. People yep. were asking me these really sort of big life questions. They oh, wow. thought because you were teaching them how to dive, for some reason you knew everything about everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it sort of put you in this perspective of maybe adults don't really have their act together. Yeah, true. <laughs> maybe we're all making it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. And it was such a strange thing, but it really sort of stopped me in my tracks. People were asking me these, you know, big questions. Yes. Yeah. Like what sort of stuff like, did they ask you? Um. It wasn't so much, well, if it was political, I probably wasn't taking notice. Yeah. Um, but it was about other sort of lifestyle type things yeah. or, um, I don't know, they just felt like big questions when I was a teenager. Nice. When you were like, underwater, were you ever afraid of anything, like sharks and stuff? Because I saw Jaws once and I was just like, <laughs> as no, a kid, I was like. we paid a lot of money to go diving with yeah. sharks. Oh, really? Yeah. That's part of it? Yeah, wreck diving, we did the Lermontoff, yeah. which was probably the scariest thing because wow. you get this thing called nitrogen narcosis, so you're basically off your chops. At oh, really? sort of deeper than 20 metres, so oh. everyone sort of gets affected differently, like alcohol. Yeah. So that was probably the scariest stuff, was not having that control. Control, yeah. Yeah, and I guess, you know how people act when they're drunk. Hmm. Some people did stupid things. I saw a guy take his regulator out and try and give it to the fish, you know, oh. and I'm going, what the heck is this guy doing? And yet oh. I'm, in, you know, I'm sitting at the bottom of the ocean and I'm going, air, depth, 
you know, yeah, air yeah. depth. Like I get really, I guess, controly yeah. <laughs> around that when I'm sort of bumped out of though, my right? element. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. And do you still dive today? Uh, my wetsuit shrunk and my dry suit mm. shrunk. Um, no, it's actually a goal. We've just bought a boat. Cool. I'm um, a little tinny and now that my son's a bit older, yeah. we're both getting back into our diving again because awesome. my husband's a scuba diver as well, yeah. but more reckless, less structured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you could go, go for crayfish? Definitely. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Crayfish. Um, and even just, I wouldn't mind getting in doing some more wreck diving because yeah. there's lots in the sounds and just, yeah. just being under the water. It's pretty cool. Like, I don't, yeah. I, I love doing a bit of snorkeling and stuff, but going fishing recently with a number of people and, and a couple of guys always get off and swim around and do a bit of, um, yeah. you know, spear fishing and stuff. It's yeah. like, it's pretty cool. That's a skill I'd love to get again. Yeah. It's actually free, free diving. You know, I'm so out of shape, but it yeah. was just something just to not have to worry about any gear and yes. just, you know, swim to the bottom and sit amongst the fish for a bit. Yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. It's another world, it's right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And, yeah, and so, fun. okay, so growing up, obviously, you know, you're pretty jam-packed in the weekends and stuff like that. How did you, was there a journey into business or did you go to university? What was your... No, so I kind of bumbled along. Yep. Um, so out of school, I did a digital graphic design course, which was oh, the wow. first of its kind. Of, yeah, that would have been yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Settled down. Cool. Um, <laughs> and it was... Um, the first of, so that was basically a nine-month course yep. that I did, and then straight out of that I got a, a job. So I was kind of in the working industry yeah. quite young. Did you have an eye for graphics? And that, that like, Yeah, I did. Like, I was always, I always did the arts, and I was always yep. very creative. Yep. Um, nowadays, not so much because I sort of am more creative around the language and around yep. the, the, you know, the, yep. the verbal stories around people's businesses. Nice. Um, but I still can really have that sort of eye of how I want something to look or how yep. I think it should look for the nice. for the client as well. So it makes it really, really awesome because I get to still communicate with creatives, yeah. but I just don't have my hands on the tools anymore. Yeah, so you have the best of both worlds, nice, right? Yeah, so, it's cool. So yeah. a nine-month a nine month course, and did that give you um, the skills to, one, get a job, or was it to start your own business? Where was it, it was to get a job. So mm -hmm. there was no way I was ever going to start a business because I was just yep. numpting along. Yeah. Um, so I just worked for someone else, but that my sort of first foray into the working life was yep. actually, I really, really enjoyed the work, but the people I was working for were probably yep. not the best to be yep. working for, yep. if you know what I mean. Yep. Um, so I think that that's me always being, I think now looking back, wanting to do things better. Yep. How do you do it better? How would cool. I have done it if I was that job? Yeah. So then when um, I left that job and went back to do a digital multimedia course with the cool. same college, um, so I learned how to write HTML, which is kind oh, wow. of funny. We yeah, did, yeah. yeah, we wrote interactive DVDs. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm talking. This is still in the nineties. Yeah. Um, that would have been like like cutting edge at the time, right? Because yeah, it was. like all that sort of yeah. stuff back in the day was, you know, everyone was like it was brand new, right? And things were coming out, yeah. and they were coming out at speed as well. You think things come out at speed today, but you know things were changing a lot pretty quickly yeah. as the technology got better, right? Definitely, and even having that foot in print and things called bromides which were like a black and white photo that we then had to scan in to create yeah. digital things and cool. you know i'm going literally talking from typesetting yeah. to then all of a sudden being able to do things on computers i mean nice. that was you know it was it was a really good time to come into the industry it was, yeah. it was a lot of luck so for you obviously you know thirsty to learn like is that like you saw this industry as a place you wanted to be in so you just yes. dug dived in and started to learn and learn and learn. Yeah, and it was um, it was 
probably the path of least resistance with regards to the creative side of it. Yep. But then um, even though I wasn't an academic, I'm always wanting to learn things my way or if yep. I can put it into context okay. or if it's, which I feel I see a lot with a lot of business owners as well. Yeah. There's that kind of entrepreneurial spirit that we have. Yeah. Um, it's almost a badge of honour when people haven't been to university. You know, <laughs> yeah, the Richard yeah. Bransons and all of those yeah, sorts totally. of people we look up to. It's funny, we were laughing at the gym this morning with three guys and uh, we were talking about our school cert results and how we all <laughs> just sneaked in. Yeah. Um, and one of the guys was told he wouldn't be anything and now he's actually quite successful. But it was just interesting to hear, you know, and one of the, one of the other ladies that was listening, she goes, oh, all you guys, you know, like, um, but it was, it was quite funny. Yeah. And it was, we even had that with scuba diving being around these older people. Mm. And I'm at high school and they're going, oh, what did you get for your results there? They call me Mandy. And um, I'd say, oh, B plus. And they're like, yep, that's a pass. Pass yeah, is a yeah. pass. pass. You know, pass. anything more, it's a waste <laughs> of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look, I think, um, you know, education plays its role. And if you wanted to go to university and stuff like that, I, you know, you obviously had to get those results. But yeah. um, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't part of my journey yeah. anyway. And I think it's got to be in context too. Like mm. I'm a very much why do something. Yep. So why would I want to learn that? Oh, because I can see what the outcomes could be. Yes. Um, and I think that when I, because um, I went back to, when after this, this course, I then went to Wellington and I taught graphic design. Oh, wow. Um, for the same college. So I lived there for a year and it was the same thing. It was, there was, you know, a core group of people that were always going to be great. Yeah. No matter what widget they were using, whether it was a, you know, a computer or whether it was a paintbrush, you know, they were going to be great anyway. Yeah. But what then, did, what did you learn there though? Becoming the teacher, like, um, you know, that would have been like it's a, it's one thing to go and learn, but then it's another thing to teach. Did you actually learn more about yeah, your profession? Yeah. Because I find when you teach some stuff, when you teach people stuff, you actually, it makes you learn more, digest it more become a yes. bit more of a, a part of your craft, you know? It's kind of that old adage of teaching somebody how to drive a manual car. Yeah. You know, you don't think about moving the clutch and all of that no. because you do it without thinking yeah. until you have to break it down. Break I it think, down. Once again, that might go back to the scuba diving where there was always a step. Yep. And the other thing was that sort of early realisation and that's what Paddy, the the place where, you know, the, the yep. diving certification mm. place, um, did really well because they would teach people You'd watch a video, VCR back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, we'd do a those. presentation with an OHP, not to <laughs> brag. Um, and then they'd do a ABC quiz. Yep. And then you'd go and do the skills in the pool. So there was all these different ways of learning. And yeah, some learning. people would read the manual or you'd That's have the awesome. manual to start with, you know, from cover to cover. Yeah. So and I felt that, that then came into the to the college. Some people would learn in a linear way and they'd go through the workbooks yes. and we had that framework. Yes. And then there'd be a 20% would be like all right, we'll just whip through that, but then how do I apply that? You know, mm. I want to now create this artwork or this, you know, this design solution. How do I go about doing it? Yeah. And then they'll break it back down there. So That's cool. And so, then um, obviously understanding the ways of learning. Uh, you know, like for me personally, like, uh, you know, there's no way I'd read a manual, yeah. but I'd happily be involved in a 20-minute thing. Yes, that, exactly. You know, I was allowed to yeah. jump in and learn. Yeah, and know? I think that's the same with now the way we like I remember I'd want to look for an instruction book just because yeah. that's the way I'd been taught that's yeah. how you learn but yeah. now you go online and there's no such thing as an instruction book no. but you can find snippets you can find yeah. forums you can watch a 30 second video on how to do yeah. something where someone walks you through it so there's all these yeah. cool ways of learning online now as well <laughs> my son was doing that the yeah. other day we were up playing basketball and he said dad I want to go and create a basketball game I'm like cool okay 
he fired up YouTube and next minute he's coding this game. And I'm like, and you're just watching the YouTube and then doing it. That's it's crazy. Like, There's like yeah. nuts, right? Like yeah. How, you, yeah. That, you know, that way of learning is now available, right? That's the same. And that's, I see my son coming through that as well and going, hey, mum, I've made this video and yeah. he's pulled it all together. And you're going, yeah, where did you even know that that existed? Yeah. 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 YouTube, YouTube, YouTube shorts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Hey, so, so when then did you get into business? Like what? what? So, because gosh, it feels like such a long wind up. But then it's been so long in business, isn't yeah. it? Um, so after Wellington, I moved to Sydney and I worked for an advertising agency cool. there. And then um, they, they would, once again, it was a matter of, there was me and another Kiwi that were there and we would both, we just basically got sick of working for the beast, yep. for the man. Yep. Um, we saw all these different ways that we thought they could do it better. Yep. And then he went away and started up his own business. Cool. And then I was like, mate, come on, just leave me behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then... I moved back to Christchurch yep. and then um, a good friend of mine said, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. She said, bring your laptop in, come yep. and work there. Cool. So I did and nice. that was in 2003 yep. and started off doing um, graphic design yep. and then it just kept, I guess, building from there. Yep. How do we do and, it and better? Who were you doing that for? Like, what Were you doing it for businesses? Were you doing their graphic design? Or? I was I was doing it for, I did um, Environment Canterbury. Okay. So I was doing all their bus timetables. I was oh, cool. literally putting in every single time yeah. for these bus timetables oh, wow. on all the, like, this is you had to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was doing a lot of work for a large um, bathroom company yep. as well. That, yep. um, but after that, I sort of realized that, I enjoyed working with business owners better. Yeah. So these, I had, you know, most of my focus on my business was the big companies and then I'd supplement it for my own sanity yep. with these smaller businesses. Yep. And then finally the shift managed to, you know, yeah. to, to get that shift to go to the other way. What What was the thing about business owners that you like? Why did you like dealing with them? Um, I think I just, they made more sense. Yep. You know, um, I could help them more. So yep. when I was working for the larger companies, it was always a, there was always a middleman. Yep. You know, so there's only so much influence I can have yep. or the conversations that I can have or you're not having the conversation with the person that's writing the check. Yeah, you true. Know, you're having the yeah, conversation with someone who doesn't care and they just no. want to be wined and dined and coffeed yeah. and then yeah. the person that is writing the check is saying, what are we What are we paying this for? Yeah. And you've got to re-explain yeah. it. You know, you've yeah. got to justify yeah. what you're doing yeah. because yeah. they're outside retrospectively looking yeah. in. yeah. Just did my head in. Yeah, yeah. I was. I, I worked in the corporate world, and and I kind of saw. That's where I saw the corporate marketing, and the, I just could see. You know, I remember going to our marketing team once, and yeah, they spent two hundred fifty k in a weekend campaigns. Think nothing of it, and then I found out they actually outsourced it, so they yes, weren't actually even yes, doing it themselves. Yeah, yeah I know. And, lots, and yeah. I thought, how disjointed was that? You know, and like, yeah, to get a decision out of any of them was so long. Where if you deal with a business owner, um, they make decisions. You know, they yeah. have to. Like yep. they, they have a muscle for making decisions. Where in the corporate, mm. especially dealing with corporates, you know, you, you can find that people have stopped making decisions because they're trying to protect. And it really depends yes. on the culture of the business, but or the culture of the corporation. But a lot of them have stopped making decisions because they uh, they're afraid. Yeah, you know? or their competition is internal. internal. It's not yeah. us against the world. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. me against the guy in the next cubicle. Yeah, right? yeah. So okay, dealing with small businesses. Yeah. So you started um, supplementing that work. Uh, was that you know was that your business then, or was it still working for someone? So that was my business. So yeah. that was when I moved back to. Um, Christchurch nice. it was very much, and it's it's a bit like it's easy to get married than divorced. Yep. You know, it's easier to you set up a business, you yep. create a company name, you 
register a domain name yep. and away you go. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, and you sort of make it up as you go along. Yeah. Um, and you sort of, it's one of those things that I think and that's what another thing I like about business owners is you don't wait for everything to be right to get no, going. Sometimes no. you've just got to just get on and do it and then figure out what you're going to do. And the, you know, I have, um, a, I have a cool saying that I use all the time ready, fire, aim. Yeah, I've seen that on, on LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, yeah. and, and it also it upsets some people yeah. sometimes, but at the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to fire. Otherwise, yeah. what's the point, right? Exactly. Um, so when you're running a business, like if you look at your business then to what you know now, like, Let's look at some of those insights uh, and let's look at some of those insights that could really help business owners because this audience is business owners. Um, the more insights we give them, the more feedback we'll, we'll, we'll get. So, and I'd love to give some, maybe some actionable insights to people because that is, you know, that's, I guess, the more, the more insights we can give them, the more value we can mm. give them, the more chance they have of taking action. So let's, let's look at some of the things that you've learned along the way you know, because now, you know, you're running a successful brand agency, you're doing a lot of things for a lot of different businesses, you must have, you've seen some things along the way that could really help people. What are some of the insights that you've found in business? I feel, I guess the biggest thing is um, taking yourself seriously. Yep. And when I say that, I mean, cool. sorting your act out internally. So yep. Trusting your gut. So one of the things, and we recently rebranded to becoming commonsensical yep. from delineate, because delineate, yep. the meaning kind of left and it was always sort of tricky, but if it doesn't make sense, don't do it. Yep. So if someone can't explain it to you in a way that makes sense to you, yep. then you shouldn't do it. If someone yep. was saying to me, you know, um, you need to have a heart, a heart, a heart operation, yeah. Well, tell me why I need to do it. Well, they can break it down and show you the X-rays, and yeah, yeah. you know, and then it, it make I wouldn't be the yeah. one needing to do the surgery, yeah. but I'd certainly know and understand what was going yeah. on. Um, so the problem with in the problem with my industry is that everything is so sort of perceived as intangible. Yeah. Um, and even in a digital world, as yeah. you well know, yeah. um, people don't use the measurables very well. No. Or they don't, they don't, they're, they're told the statistics, but they don't, which means what? Yeah. So then if someone can't break that down and say, which means, you know, you've got lots of hits, yeah. that's nice, which means, I don't know, a lot of people in India have been clicking you. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Um, as opposed to, well, actually, you've only had 20 clicks, but those 20 clicks were all people that were working in the, I mean, I'm yeah. telling you how to sort of suck eggs yeah. here, but, but that's just sort of, because I understand, you know, you you understand. We get it every day. We industry. had it yesterday. We had a guy come in the door. Um, Companies told him he needed a new website. I was like, well, hang on. Where have you been measuring any of this? Um, and yeah. and lucky enough, he got a referral from one of our other clients. Said, hey, you go and talk to these guys first before you spend that money. Yeah. And I said, have you got in the tracking setup? Oh, not really. Well, let's get the tracking setup. Let's let the data tell us. Because yep. actually, what he had was pretty good looking website, and. It, I'd say it is performing um, based on the leads he was getting. There'll be yep. some changes he can make, but he doesn't need to go and spend a whole bunch of money. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he does, but let's let the data tell us first. Let's let yes. these statistics tell yep. us a story. Let's get some things set up that, that we can go, actually, yeah, okay, we need to make changes. But, yeah. Well, um, we were saying don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yep. You know, or, yeah, nice. and, and people think that, Having a new website is going to solve all their problems. Yeah. Having a new logo is going to solve yeah. their problems. Our best clients are the ones where we don't need to do them a logo, even though we're in branding, yeah. they don't need a logo. No, you don't need a logo. Yeah. In fact, I don't know. You know, or people will go, do you like my logo? And it's like, well, I don't care. 
because yeah. I'm not your customer. Yeah. You know, and also so is that logo stopping you from making the sale or is it yeah. all the other 90% yeah. of the stuff that you've got going on yeah. that's stopping you from making yeah. the sale? Yeah. So it's, it's the exact same thing. Same with the website. Like you say, you pull out what's working and what's not. Yeah. You know, you don't want to burn down the boat when you're halfway there. You just no. want to be able to figure out, first of all, know where you want it to go and then yeah. restructure it in but such that, a way. I find that comes from experience. So, like, you can't, like, yeah. unless you've had those, you've had that time, you don't, un, you, you, you know, you, you have that experience now to be able to give that advice, right? Because, yeah. you know, I, I think, and that takes, it does take time. And I, and I find now, you know, like, even more so, you look, people just want to deal with these experts that actually tell them straight hey yeah. you know what yeah. this is what you need first or this is what you need to do or actually you do need that um um because like it's everyone's time is so valuable now like it's it, yeah. everything's sped up exactly. um and so super loud yeah okay so so that's some really cool understanding the intangible statistics you know what what else what else what other insights have you learned um, the other one is there's a there was a book that I read called The Life-Changing Magic of Not Giving a oh, yep. F, yeah, yeah, asterisk yeah. CK. Um, yep. And it's by a lady called Sarah Knight. And she talks about it's a, it's a um, about sorting your life out personally. But yep. she talks about the Marie Kondo oh, effect. Yep. So, you know, yep. we collect things. Yes. So as business owners, we collect. We've got a marketing plan that we've never looked at. You know, we've got um, a bunch of logos and a brand book that we've never used. Yeah. We've got a website sitting over there. Then we've got a bunch of emails that we send out over there if we're lucky. A bunch of random posts that we might do on LinkedIn or Facebook when we've got yeah. time or energy or that it you know goes quiet. Yeah. Um, and so half of it isn't even a logo or a website. It's having a good old clear out, literally taking everything out of your wardrobe, your metaphorical wardrobe, yeah. and then purposely putting back the things that first of all work. Yep. Yeah. Or that if you're not sure, then putting them in that not sure pile. Um, and then also work, seeing what works together. Yeah. So actually taking a step back, getting all the components of your... And when I talk about marketing, I mean, I'm talking your business plan, mm. you know, your, um, your, your messaging, all of those things that you've sort of... You're blogging. Yeah. I mean, quite often we'll get people that have blogged twice because somebody built it into their website and they really, really, really wanted one yeah. and they thought it was going to change the way that they did business. Yeah. And then they just went, oh, I've blogged twice and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. But quite often it's also because they've verbally vomited mm. all of their ideas into one blog. So yeah. it's about laying everything on the on the bed mm. and you know looking at what you've got and then putting back the things that make sense. Yeah. And then the things that even you go, oh, I spent 20 grand on that, whatever it was, to that I thought was going to solve all my advertising problems, yeah. radio jingle or a bus backboard or whatever yep. that might be and then just going actually it served its purpose thank you and then actually just letting it go yeah so getting rid of that clutter as well so do you do you help people with that structure now like yeah. like you'll come in and, and you because obviously you, you experience you'll see these through, through your eyes you'll go okay and then do you, do you help people get clear on that yes i do yeah cool. and it's a very much collaborative because it's actually quite an emotional thing to go through as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I actually call myself a brand coach as opposed to a yep. brand consultant. Nice. Because all I'm doing is actually going, well, how do you want the business to look? Yeah. Because it's all very well with me as an outsider having yeah. all these high and mighty ideas. Nice. But at the end of the day, you're the one who's got to front up and run the business and yeah. and collect the clients. And you know, um, you know, I'm helping you represent who you are. So if that's if that's inauthentic, yeah, i.e., it's being done by someone that's outside of your company. Yes then it's sort of never ever going to gel yeah um and it's then it's never going to fly and once again you're going to be end up with a 
you know, a, a cluttered yeah. wardrobe, yeah. Um, for want of a better phrase. Um, so that's, yeah, that's essentially what I do is I just sort people's marketing out. Nice. I just sort their, yeah. What are, what are some of the common common um, mistakes or, f- or, or failures you see people make there? Trying to, I think, drill down into one little widget and doing one thing only. Yep. So um, somebody's had somebody over their shoulder saying that they need to do, um, oh, you need to be on social media. Yep. Do I? Yes, yes, yeah. you do. Um, and also doing it badly. Yep. So not sort of not having a structure or a plan or playing all their cards in one avenue yep. and then never sort of stepping back and go, okay, well, how can I now repurpose that? Because just because you've heard it before yeah. doesn't mean that someone else has heard yeah, it before. totally. And I think it goes back to that um, conversation, you know, um, earlier in the conversation when we're talking about how people learn in different ways. Yes. So that's the beauty of also living in a digital world. Yeah. And I mean, I'm kicking and screaming, right? Um, but I, what I like is you can create a little snippet video. Yeah. Then you can write some content around yeah. it for someone that likes totally. to read, um, or just an image card, yeah. or just a just a little you know, yeah. or a, yeah. a meme for want of a, be- a better yeah. word, you know. Yeah, there's so many different touch points now. Yeah, that, that exactly. Can, that can get everyone's different senses, but right? Don't get caught up in the widget. Yeah. Because that's the other thing too is someone thinks a website's going to solve all their problems. Whereas they're still focusing on the, you know, I thought having an iPad was going to solve all my problems. <laughs> but it's actually how I use that. Yeah, the tool. You know, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so stepping yeah. back and um, going, I was say, not going down one avenue yeah. and just looking at it as a picture and remembering that you're still selling to human beings. Yes. Yeah, I think um, that gets lost by uh, as well, right? Like, yeah. You know, especially in the digital space. Like, end of the day, we are dealing with human beings and we're dealing with emotional human beings, right? Um, they all have desires, they all have fears, um, they all have, um, you know, interests as well. Um, yes. and, and if you don't hit that uh, or hit some of that, you, you, you're you going to get, well, you're vanilla and you get lost in this marketing world, that's for sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or you're trying to be too many things. So the, so I guess the third foot on that stool um, would be about that clarity and that focus mm. as well. So once we've cleared out that, I sound like Eminem, but cleared out their closet. Yeah. And then um, put everything back in again. Look for what's, you know, what are the commonalities yeah. between what's worked and what hasn't worked. Yeah. So instead of, like you say, throwing your website out and starting yeah. again, yeah. going, you know, what parts are actually worked, which ones worked but kind of need tweaking and not yeah. saying also I tried it once and it didn't work. Yeah. You know, yeah. but. I think that's a big one too, right? Like people will try stuff. Uh, and it's really interesting now, you know, I call it the 90 day phenomenon. People will try stuff for 90 days and, and like you need to give time. I have a, a formula that we use, consistency message plus frequency reach to create relevancy. The more relevant you are, the more sales you make and the more leads you get, but, but you need that consistency and you need that frequency. Uh, and so many times, you know, people will try something once and then throw it out. Well, hang on, you know, were you testing and measuring ads? You know, were you just running yeah, one or you exactly. just had one message? Yeah. Did you have that same message to the three or four different types of people you were trying to attract? Yeah. Um, and, and generally it's yes, we did have yeah. that. <laughs> and then they wonder why it yeah. didn't work. And it's, look, it's not their fault. It's probably just dealing with maybe some inexperienced people helping them. Definitely, or, yeah, you know? yeah. So where do you, like... You talk now. You're talking about you know copy, you know, and, and writing copy. Well, um, where do you see that playing a part in, in, in branding now? I know where I see it, but I'm keen to hear your take <laughs> on it. So I think the two. So coming from a, a 
visual background, mm -hmm. obviously with design um, and working with designers and I find it very easy to hire designers because yep. that's my widget. Yep. But then I've always, um, I guess, struggled with the verbal sort of side. Yep. But now I've got some really cool framework that actually in my nice. head marries up with the process that I go through for creative process Brilliant. actually has parallels with the the language as well. Nice. So all they're doing is supporting each other. So, yeah. you know, it's like you're going to do those tests to see whether you're a verbal or um, audio, you know, um, yep. you'd have like the word blue, but it's in red, yep. you know, and they say, yep. what did you see first, the colour or the word? Or the word, yeah. Yeah. So um, there's sort of knowing that if you can get both, nail both of those at the yep. same time, then you're going to have more cut through. You're going to get your messaging across. Um, somebody that, I'm going to use a, a literal sort of example, but somebody that is a fisherman yep. and their business name is fishing.com and they've got a fish. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, okay, you've ticked that box three times, yeah. Yeah. but what have you had the fish? Um, sorry, what have you had the fishing.com because you've got the, the written word, but then it, the rest of the logo related to maybe where they do their fishing yep. or one of their values, which is a really strong yep. one. So yep. when we get into um, talking with business owners, one of the things we talk about and everyone rolls their eyes about is what are your value propositions? Yeah, yeah. But what we mean by that is, how do we articulate what it is that you do that's got absolutely nothing to do with fishing? Yeah. You know, so it'd be we help people, we help fathers and sons bond. Yeah. Well, how do we do that? Well, cool. we give them an experience where they're both learning together. Well, yeah. how do we do that? Yeah. Well, the widget that we happen to be using is fishing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so then all of a sudden you can start looking at other markets that aren't always fishing, but you can bring those values in and go, well, they're doing that over here. Yeah. So people get tunnel vision. Yeah in their widget too. And yeah. so they don't know how to verbalize or articulate. They just need, they only know how to speak fishing. Yeah. You know. The, the good thing there is what I'm hearing is that you, if you caught that, maybe you didn't, but you're hearing an expert talking because you're asking coaching questions on how, right? And I think yeah. this is the difference when you start dealing with people that actually know what they're doing, right? You'll, you'll, you know, as a business owner, you are busy whacking and cracking doing what you do, right? And it's really hard uh, and I know because I've dealt with thousands of business owners now, it's really hard for them to explain what they do and how they do it and who they do it for, right? And and the value of it, right? It's, you know, it's easy to say, yeah, we do fishing, but there's a there's a whole other story that you're not telling that you, and it's not to you sit down with someone and, and who's experienced and go, well, ask those how questions because good coaches ask how. They don't they don't yeah. actually tell you what to do. If you're yeah, with someone and yeah. they're telling you what to do, then they don't have your best interest at heart, right? So yeah, exactly. It's, they're selling that, their widget. Yeah, they're selling <laughs> their widget. So how, where did you pick up those skills? Like are they just life skills that you've learned or have you done work there? Like I you, think No, I think it's life skills. I think it's reading books um, yep. and it's reading books outside of my field as well. Yep. So, you know, my guys will read all the design books and they'll get to tell me all these snippets and that's, you know. Yeah. But I look at um, sort of human nature, psychology, cool. um, not even business books as such. Yeah. Um, just, you know, the Simon Sinek's and the, nice. you know, you take little bits of everything yeah. out of what everybody does. He and, has some great stories. Yeah, he does. And he's got that really cool sort of why framework, which people go hot and cold on. Yeah. But it's. Uh, I must admit, I didn't start listening to him until probably about a month ago. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I love, yeah, I'm reading the um, Infinity Game. And it's interesting like just how you play you don't play against your competitors you look for that you know yeah and it's yeah. really really cool like you're playing the game with yourself you know at the end of the yes day. exactly and even um there's another book i think it's donald miller 
Yeah, um, I love it. You know, the My Story brand. My Book Story brand. It's my, yeah, uh, yeah. Like three years ago, that's my book of the year. I give it to everyone. Yes. Um, so yeah. I was sending copies all over the place to people, and people now tag me in in the books and what they've done it's, and stuff like that. Really I'd wonder cool. if you'd read that book. Yeah. yeah, and it's once again, it's a really cool framework because it's visual, because you've literally got storyboards you know, that you follow yeah. around. So yeah. I see that in my head. That's yeah. how I remember. If I nice. write something down, I'm like you. I yeah. probably never read it again, yeah. but I remember writing it down and I yep. can I can sort of see how that works or, um, you know, those strategizer business model canvases yep. and all of those because most business owners do tend to be visual as well. Mm. So if you can once again tie in that, the language that you've put in those boxes, the visual yeah. layout of how they all are, yeah. you know, the business model canvas of, um you can look at that free on strategizer.com yeah. and download it and have a tinker. But the middle of that is once again that value proposition. Yeah. And that's all about getting the wording yeah. and the language. Yeah. Story brand is yeah. the same. So yeah. that sort of tipped the scales for me mm. on, I guess, once again, not how to, how I would write it, but how I would coach someone through us yeah. writing that together yeah. so that they've got buy-in as well. Um, and the other thing is not having all the answers and going, let's say, with your 90-day plan. Mm. It's That's great, but... You say that's that's just something that we tried, mm. but then how do we adjust and rearrange yeah. and turn off what didn't work? Try you know add in the new thing. Um, so even thinking about another book was the business what was it called Thought Leaders Practice? Okay, which is a couple of Aussie guys Matt Church and ah, Peter Matt Cook. Church, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt, yeah, and they um, actually in the lockdown I did their course. Nice, it was really awesome. Yeah, but yeah. that was about you being a personal business yep. like you being the practice yeah. um but what they taught is another structure about how to get your eyes ideas together ideas they together. talked about yep. pink sheets yes. um but once again it's all yeah okay we at the end of the day i'm, I'm not a copywriter yep. but i can help people sort out and declutter their thoughts yeah. so that they've got a structure so that also when they go what should we say on a social media yeah well scott can help you do all the the you know the um mechanics around it mm. but what i can tell you is this is the level we need to be talking at you know yes. this is the stuff that we're talking at like we're at the pub yeah versus someone that's i don't know having dinner with the queen yeah, and they've yeah. only just met you you know yeah. so there's those yeah. um sort of nuances that in those frameworks that come around that we still wrap our normal language yeah. around and that's the same with blogs and basically anything that we're putting out there when you look at some of the stuff that you've done for clients do you see um like when when it you've done all this work and it gets released to the world, do you see businesses get turned around because of it? Like because there's, you know, a lot of businesses yeah. when they have copy out there, you can see that it's all about them, right? Yes. Uh, and as soon as you start to change it about the the audience, um, so what what do you start to see? I think to me the thrill is actually the change in the business owner mm. and their approach. It's yeah. kind of like lifting the veil. Yeah. And once you sort of see how that's structured, you can't unsee it, yep. you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the businesses change, but it's never a ta-da moment. No. It's always more of a plane taking off yep. and then we readjust yes. the course and, you know, no, as opposed no. to a rocket that's going to be yeah. launched and yeah. be destined basically yeah. to explode at yeah. some time, you yeah. know? Um, and it takes a lot of fuel to get it off the ground as well. So um, by changing the way that the business owner's mindset is and the way that they actually start mm. talking about their own business. Yeah. And I found that change within myself. I put, took myself through the story brand process nice. and it was all there. Yes. But I was just so close to it yes. that I couldn't and sort of see the wood for the trees. The, the coolest thing about that is it's a proven framework, right? So yeah. if you haven't read the book, read the book, uh, awesome. Building a Story Brand by uh, Donald Miller. 
um, it, it basically takes you through a framework where movies have been created, it's, right? Yeah. All the big blockbusters use this framework, and and uh, he distilled it into into a book for business owners. Yeah, um, that's cool. I would recommend though getting an expert to help you implement it afterwards because it's not uh, if it's from from a marketing brain and that type of stuff. You you you'll understand it, but you still probably want someone to help you along yeah. um, with it. And I think it's also the fact that we get to deal with so many different types of businesses. Yeah. I mean, we work with everyone that from fertilizer companies through to cosmetic industry, wow. through to um, lawyers. You know, so we get that we get to sort of have, I guess, that the fun of looking yeah. at other industries and going, well, they're doing that over there. And yeah. as a business owner, as I you know saying before, you you can't. Yeah sort of see how that comes into context. But when you start playing around with it, yeah. you go, well, and that's why the story brand framework yeah. is so fun because yeah. you actually get to have some fun with it. Yeah, totally. You, know, it's, you just get to play around and, and turn it into a bit of a game. Yeah, I think that's the coolest thing as well. We've got a whole range, different range of clients and I always say to people, hey, um, you need to look outside your industry to see your next biggest thing, right? And, and whatever's working over there, you need to put a spin on it over here um, yeah. with your messaging and your model uh, and you'll probably find it'll work. So yeah, it's yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting one. You talked about mindset there, uh, and part of what we talk about here is mindset. So I want to talk a wee bit about mindset with you. Okay. Where does that play a part in, in 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 you and your business and what you've done over the years? Um, I think it's funny because mindset is. I don't know what else I would do if I'm not doing what I'm doing now. Yeah. So we've been, you know, up and down, and obviously through. I don't, you know, you look back and you can go, oh, we did the earthquakes and we yeah, did yeah. like lockdown and all that. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of about the, I think the mindset is not, oh, what else would I do? Yeah. It's a, this is what I'm going to do. How can I yeah. do it better? Yeah. Like I live and breathe nice. it. Um, and even in the bad days, yeah. you know, where you go, oh, what am I doing? Or you, you might be banging your head up and down with, yeah. you know, an interpersonal problem, whether yeah. it's a client or whatever. Um, but it's also, I think that those moments are the ones that you can remember because then you feel like that's a, a key pivoting point for yeah. Your relationship with that client, yep. um, and usually in a good way, yeah. Um, or the staff member, or yourself, and your own, yeah. Sort of, I guess. Do you have anything that you go to when you when you ha when your things go wrong? That like, have you helped train yourself in any way that you, or is it just experience? You've just got that experience under your belt. It's probably a little bit of both. Um, because having the experience, you still have that little voice in your head that's mm. going, "Oh, I should be further ahead now." Yeah. But then you, I guess take a step and be kind to yourself yep. first and nice. go, well, actually, what would you, and what would you, you know, what would you tell your son if he was going through this? Yeah, yeah. Or stepping outside of yourself and going, yeah. come on, yeah. really? You know, you're actually doing this and you're doing that. You don't have to be that shiny thing over there no. because that's not who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's cool, um, knowing who you are, right? Yeah, and then do you want to then, if you are the shiny thing, what are you going to attract? Yeah. You know, people that are interested in shiny objects or people yeah. that want to be yeah. in there for the long haul and build a relationship I, with I think feeling. I think that's brilliant, really knowing who you are. And I, and I know uh, we had um, Liv, who works for us, on, on one of the podcasts, and she, like, she refines what success looks like for her. And I think that's kind of another way of saying, you know, that's what's brilliant. important to you, right? Yeah. Like an understanding that as a business yeah. owner uh, and knowing who you are, because, yeah, it's really important. Like if you're going to chase these shiny things or you're going to promote that, you're going to get the people, you're going to attract yeah, those people. Exactly. Yeah. Um, which is, which in business, like you do not want those people. Like, you know, like especially from a marketing no. perspective, you do not Definitely. like it. It's, it's yeah. just not worth, it's not even that it's not worth mm. the headache. It's just the fact that you feel, I think, 
deep down that you can't deliver any value no. and we're all here to make things better yeah. you know or yeah. to do things better or to help ourselves as a community mm. um and the the people that you just know aren't actually yeah. getting that buy-in or they're being told to do it or you know they, i don't know they haven't got the buy-in yeah or they haven't got that that drive to want to change yeah then um yeah it's a, it's a lot of energy wasted as well that's cool so do you read any books um like you obviously read your marketing books but do you read any mindset stuff or you really listen to podcasts what, what do you do to keep um, yourself going like because you know i know working in, in the creative industry it, can, it is really hard like it's a yeah. people yeah, it's always interesting when you employ people it's really you can you can tell um the dream's been sold a wee bit about working in social media like i'm going to talk yeah. at university next week and i know these people <laughs> like uh that. uh you know you see them they're fresh and they think it's all this and that and yeah. you know taking photos and all that it's actually a really hard industry to be in it, yeah. because it's so subjective it's like, oh god don't tell me that yeah <laughs> um yeah but it is so subjective right so how do you yeah. keep yourself up you know like what, what do you do obviously you go diving but like a podcast what else you, you do anything else I just, I mean, I like reading books. Nice. That's my, that's my yeah. go-to. Nice. Um, and I've got, even though I said I like turning the pages and that sort of tactile of books, I read a lot on my iPad just yep. because they're always with me and yep. they're always there and I can jump around. So, you know, I could be reading three books at once. One will be a, a novel I'm reading on Alex Cross, oh, wow. whatever it is, old school murder mystery. And then I'm reading, um, what's his name? The one, Make Your Bed. You know, there's a guy that, uh, he was an army. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Basically always start okay. with making your bed because then you always yep. start with a win and Brilliant. you always start with, you know, a success and also that value in yourself as well. So, um, that's awesome. Goggins, David Goggins. David Goggins. Nice. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've read one of his books. Yeah. You can't hurt me. Um, yes. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. A great um, mindset, right? But yeah. Yeah. Cool. And I mean, you get tired of reading business books all the time as well. Mm. I mean, I remember my dad was always reading business books yeah. and I was like... Oh. So was your dad in business? Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. So my dad had a hardware company. Yeah. Oh, cool. Entire growing up. Um, it's funny being on the outside and now having conversations with him as an adult. Yeah, and yeah. going, what was that like? He goes, oh, it was, you know, because it looked easy. Yeah. And the kids, you know, the world was always Whereabouts was that? Open. Like the hardware? In, in Christchurch. Yeah. 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 Don't tell me it was yeah. my team. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. It was a company called Builders Hardware. Oh, Builders Hardware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Builders Hardware. Cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That's, you know, and I talked to a few people, like my dad wasn't in business, but I talked to a few people that had, you know, their, their parents were business, uh, business owners and like... um Obviously, were you thrust into the business? Did you have to work in it at all? Like a number I, of people I've talked to that yeah. always got put into their parents' See, business. And I don't know whether it was because I don't think I was needed, but, you know, I remember printing out these dot matrix printers of um, yep. invoices. So every week, Dad would bring this wad of paper home and we'd rip off all the holes and then fold them up. So it was, but what I have in my mind is I got to see all the big building companies oh, wow. because all of them, you know, the Mike Greers yeah. and the, all of these guys that actually, I guess, cut their teeth at that time. Yeah. And um, those sort of names have stuck in my head Brilliant. too. So coming back to Christchurch, it's yeah. sort of, it's, I guess it's kind of, you know, anchored me in these these companies yeah. that are still around. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's cool to hear that, you know, I remember Builders Hardware, we used to work for placemakers and I remember Builders Hardware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so when 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 you look at you know you've got a you've got a boy and you look at um, the world for him and I look, I've got a son so I look at this as well. You know where do you think you know marketing technology um, their world's going to look like? Have you had any thinks, uh, thoughts about you know that especially with AI and stuff like that yeah. and how that's going to play out? I think 
it's too it's all I can look back is is to sort of predict the future is looking at the past and yep. having come through you know our sort yep. of progression of of change and I remember Microsoft Word came out and everyone yep. went oh you're a great yeah, designer yeah, yeah, yeah. you're screwed yeah, everyone's yeah. gonna do it funny yeah and then you know kind of like the jokes on you and then the same with the canvas it's like yeah. oh you you're not gonna need any of that design yeah. anymore yeah. and then you know obviously that um, you still need to have some structure around it you totally. still need to be able to you know yep. you can you can teach a monkey to, to yeah. use a computer yeah um, so totally. with AI I don't know I think all I can do is teach him about the human nature mm. component, the thing, the one sort of steady um, that's always going to be there, yeah. you know, um, and teaching him how to engage with people face-to-face. -face. Totally. Um, teaching him the, he's a um, in a karate, karatechristchurch.co.nz. Nice. Brilliant. Amazing dojo. Um, but he's learning that you don't get to be a bat butt overnight. No. You know, you don't get Discipline. to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's, and that, you know, some of his senseis have just now gone through their third dance and, you know, they're, they're adults. It's like you never stop learning. So there's yeah. all these sorts of things that he can learn that I know that I've gone off on a tangent from the yeah. AI, but no, because, it's still but, artificial but, but, intelligence. But, but, like there's, you still, I don't think you're ever going to figure out the yeah. human condition yeah. because, you know, yeah. what was it, um, the meaning of life, 42, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. They, were, they had this computer. Right. It's, yeah. it's you'll, you'll all know what I'm talking about. I if need to have a look at that. Brought up with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and they had this computer. And mm. they were like, its only job was to work out what the meaning was life was. Nice. And it came up with 42. The reason I ask, <laughs> because I, I believe the same, right? And I'm young people, young person coming to me yesterday. Uh, I teach my son this. Uh, graphic designer, um, being made redundant, wants to know some what, what she should do, right? I said, right, you, you're good at your craft, right? That's, a, that's yeah. a given. You need to get good at the technology. So you can't, you can't be scared of it. You need to look at AI and learn about it. I said, yeah. then you need to get good at the the personality side of things. I said, yes. so if I was you, I'd yeah. go to Toastmasters. She said, why would I do that? I said, because you're going to learn to speak yes. and engage and interact with people. I said, that is going to be the thing that stands yeah. you out in a world where everyone's gone to the technology. I yes. said, because if everyone goes yep. to the technology, then you've all got a bunch of robots that can't interact and can't do things. Yep. But people are still going to do business with people, right? And so if you're using the technology plus your personality, you win, in my opinion. Yep, I agree. Um, and, and it's yeah. interesting because I, I remember doing a seminar probably about eight years ago and Canva was relatively, you know, we, we were probably one of the first people to promote it because we were using it. And I remember a graphic designer coming up to me and she said, Scott, you've just wasted three years of my, my, my life <laughs> by telling and showing people this. Stop, stop showing yeah. people. And I said, look, no, what I've done, if you think about think of it differently, I've given you an opportunity to be even better. So if you leverage this technology, I said, it's got everything set up. So yes. you've got a better eye in detail than I have. You could create something faster and looking better using Canvas. So if you're smart, you'll use this to get a yeah. competitive advantage. A year later, she came back and she was using it and as a competitive advantage. Yeah, exactly. You know? So I think that's technology. You know, don't be scared mm. of it, but use it, embrace it, and add it into your world. Yeah, um, don't be. Yeah, I think that's it. Don't be fearful of it. No, because no. it's going to be there whether you're scared of it or not. No. Yeah. Know? Well, you, the so, genie's out of the bottle now. You're not going to stop it, right? You're not yeah. going to stop AI, um, but you can play a part in 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 shaping it how you're going to use it and how you want other people to to see you in that space. So I think that's really important. Hey, so and and I think it's really important for kids to have parents that are you know teaching them that as well. Yes. Right? Yeah. 
Right, this has been a great chat. I'm going to put you on the spot now, though, right? Because uh, I think we're in a period of time where there's some challenges happening for business owners. Um, and and I really want to, and I, and I love doing this because it'll get your creative brain going. Um, tough times, high interest rates, um, and, and talks of a recession. What would you do? What, what advice would you give to a business owner? What are the five things that you'd give to a business owner that came to you looking for help? Um, I'd probably tell them to take a step back mm-hmm. for a start. Yep. So um, if COVID taught us anything, it forced that yeah. sort of reflection on yep. us. Um, and that's probably the key turning points in, in my career as yep. well. So taking a step back, um, being, I guess, brave enough to say no to things. So yep. don't get flappy hand and panicky and go, I need to take on this work because otherwise I'm just, I think just trust in yourself. Yep. So if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yep. If it doesn't make sense, don't yep. do it. Um, so I guess stepping out of that fear mindset, so mm. getting out of that front sort of yep. reactive yep. knee-jerk mode um, so that you can make some better decisions. Yeah, totally. Um, self-reflection. Yep. So I don't know whether these are the same subject rolled into one. Yep. Um, but then... Have a clear out, like actually just give yourself permission to walk away from your yep. computer, walk away from the noise, and then just Marie Kondo what you're doing. Yep. So who are you? What do you want to say? Where do you want your business to be? Yeah. So getting out of the now and stepping forward and going, this is cool, this too will pass. How do I want my business to look in five mm. years, regardless of recessions, yeah. regardless of any of that? Yeah. Um, and I'm not talking about I want to have – four computers that do this, that, and the other thing. I'm talking about those more sort of yeah. um, where do I want my standing to be? Who do I want my customers to be? Yeah. Um, and then just going bullheaded against mm. and just focusing on that. Because I feel like if you get, you know, if, you, if you're going through shit, you've got to keep walking, right? Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I guess then also, I guess, finding a mentor or finding another mm. person that's in business. Yeah. Because that's probably the other thing that's terrifying is yeah. that you think you're the only one, even though they keep using the word recession. Yeah. You think you're the only one going through yes. it, whereas everyone's yes. kind of putting on a brave yeah. face. And a lot of those networking groups, yeah. I got the most value out of yeah. um, just being there with people that just knew what it was like. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've been saying recently, I ran an event getting people together yeah. um, because I believe right now you need to be around um, other people. You need to be around people where you can have a conversation. You need to find, um, you know, um, interview yesterday and uh, Richard Smith, who is a high performance leader, he talked about having a critical thinking buddy, having someone that you can, yeah. you can talk you know, things through um, because you, know, you do, as a business owner, you do take a lot of things on. You take your staff on, you take your clients on, you take a lot of outside stresses on. So you need that, you need that um, voice or you need someone else to, to, to you know, I guess, um, bounce ideas and all that sort of stuff off. And I think, you know, getting around people and networking is, is so is so crucial to doing that um, because if you're not, you, you're never going to find them, right? Exactly. I always find also business owners are always, um, it was interesting talking to Richard as well. He talked about how coaches 
um, you know, they come together and help each other, you know, in that, in that sporting area. And this kind of one of the things I, I wanted to, to, to do is bring business owners together so yeah, they talk to yeah. each other because I think that makes a stronger economy. Uh, it makes stronger um, businesses and, it, and ultimately it makes stronger families and that type of stuff as well. So I think finding Definitely. finding it is really cool. I think also, you know, taking that step back is a, is, is a really important one. But I do, you know, what you talked about is clearing out. Um, I think that's really important well yeah as well um because you do you do have to you know richard was talking about yesterday you have to go through that bit of a dip to go to go again yeah, you and do. i've, I've yeah. seen that in yeah. business and i've seen that definitely through you know through the gfc um mm. where, where we were trading in business and and you know we went down a wee bit but then we got back up you know because we yeah. took stock of where we actually created another product and you know it was a lower price product it was pointed to the market yeah. so you know we we went backwards to go forwards and i think that's a that's a key part of that clearing out definitely um, yeah so so okay what um what's one more and what's your favorite networking group um i used to be in synergy networking yeah um having a a child that needs to go to school yep. means that I can't do early no. morning meetings, but I miss yep. that. Yeah. You know, I miss the um, the camaraderie and yeah. the the um, just mixing it up with other business yeah. owners and just kind of you know leaving leaving the attitudes at the door and yeah. just having people that are sort of I guess say walking alongside you because yeah. nobody can do it for you, no. but at least they can you know you can compare, they can tell stories, and then you can yeah. It's um it's yeah. so important, right? Because like as a business owner, it's lonely. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, people you know? say that, and I used to go, "Oh, what do you mean?" Oh. but now I yeah, I really get yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the more you can get around people, the better. Hey, this has been a fantastic chat. If people want to get a hold of you, where where's what's the best place to get a hold of you? Um, look me up on LinkedIn, Amanda mm-hmm. Van Kuppervelt, yeah, usual you're, spelling. You're doing some amazing <laughs> uh, stuff on LinkedIn. You know, like I've seen your content a bit. Like, is that a conscious? Um, thing that you're doing because you like you, you're doing more of it, right? And, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's been a mind shift for me. Yep. So I've moved, and I've had, I've got two amazing people that sit in my office and have to listen to me every day. Yeah. Um, and they're both creatives in their own way. One's very structured, yep. and one's very, um, just amazingly creative. Um, but having them behind me, it's given me yep. now the so having the right people in place. Yeah. Um, has given me that sort of I guess it's that luxury of go. What do I do? What's yep. what is my job? And nice. so the word consultant came up yeah um and so all i'm doing is just consulting online nice. um, and i actually really enjoy it i'm actually just having yeah. fun yeah which yeah, i think you, is the it's, it, it's not a chore now no. it's more of a and it comes across yeah yeah it's kind you know? of it's something that i guess i don't know whether it's a female in business or whether it's a whatever i don't know whether it's something that switch has gone off yeah but it's just let's just have some fun with it and I think you're doing Be a, a great cheeky. job because because more people like you know you need to like LinkedIn's a great place for business yeah. owners, and you know you talk to people they get stressed oh, I don't want to put myself out there and that sort of stuff but but when you do like it's kind of like it's 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 a great place it's not like it's not what I love about it it's not Facebook it's not Instagram yeah. uh, it's business so you can have business conversations but you can also have a lighter side of it as well right yeah exactly and and, and have a conversation because in a day we're yeah. dealing with humans right humans like to interact yeah. have conversations and then like like this you know we're having meeting we're having a podcast you know I saw the stuff that you were doing and really liked it we've met before yeah. but I thought hey this is a good time to have a chat you know so it's 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 cool how that all works it's, right yeah it's it's sort of funny as well because you end up noticing the same people's that you really want to you know the same people to post that you really yeah. sort of want to get value out of as well yeah and it usually is when they let down the veil yeah 
Yeah, yeah, um, totally. You know, I think that's about being real, right? Like, yeah. because there's so much stuff that's not real. Yeah, exactly. You know? And it's just, oh, I'm just tired of all the, yeah, all the pretendiness. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just get on with it. You get what you get. Yeah, yeah, and also, but people just, I think people can see that now too. Like, it's like, yeah, you know, this is being recorded on an iPhone. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, yeah. you know, it's not a like we're in a nice studio, but, but you know, there's things today that shouldn't hold you back. Like you have the ability to go and record on an iPhone. Exactly. You have the ability to go and, you know, like if you told me, you know, 10 years ago, I could put a video out on a platform for free yeah, and people would interact with you and ask you questions and promote it. Like I promoted my podcast this morning on it. I've had probably 30 odd comments on it already, yeah. right? And people tagging in because I've asked them to and stuff. But, yeah. but I know that that's going to help me drive that podcast to number one um yeah, and and awesome. and it's but it's cool right like you have that's a platform right it's free. and it's and it's fun yeah and it's fun right. and it's free yeah yeah exactly like, stop it like you're in yeah. business there's no excuse yeah exactly get on linkedin yeah and and follow amanda just thank you <laughs> all right hey thanks for your time guys really appreciate you being here today uh look you've got some action takeaways uh from amanda and if you want to get hold of amanda definitely look her up on LinkedIn um, and connect and we'll put some links to in the show notes to do that as well. But love your feedback. Uh, it's been great getting the feedback on the podcast and also love the fact that you're sharing the podcast as well. Um, so please keep that up and we look forward to having you uh, back again uh, as we have some more guests coming up. All right. Thanks for your time. Have a great day. Cool. Thanks, Scott. Hi, Scott Wilson here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com, uh, where we've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.